0: throw it up. Watch it from the sky. Welcome everybody to the Ride In NFL DFS podcast. Week 15's review edition and Monday night football showdown strategy talk was a pretty smash week for me in week 15. Let's take a rundown of the cash lineup. I went Kyler Murray, a quarterback. Uh, I thought he could definitely put a beating on this Browns defense, especially with his legs. They'd been beaten by uh, mobile quarterbacks, running quarterbacks um, throughout the year, and I just thought he was way too cheap at 5600 That proved to be true. He, you know, he got there. He 3X'd, but He did not hit his ceiling thanks to Kenyon Drake's massive four touchdown game. Now, that's just straight variance. Um, He had a few passes where the pass catcher was taken down right at the goal line. They had a pass interference. I mean, Kenyon Drake basically had three touchdown runs of one yard. Uh, I think his first might have been for three or something like that, but that was just a ton of variance there to be down at the goal line uh, three times and and have Drake run the ball in. Uh, Then I went to Christian McCaffrey. I just thought the spot was really good. I I thought what was going to happen was Seattle was going to absolutely dominate, and then he would be check down Charlie, for the second half, which has happened pretty much every game so far in this back half of the season with Kyle Allen, and you know, that really didn't happen, he had uh, he had some some luck of, of his own, some touchdown luck of his own, uh, getting it into the end zone, I guess you wouldn't call it luck, they've been feeding McCaffrey at the goal line uh, pretty regularly all year, but then he did get his allotment of catches, etc., and gets... Nearly 40 DraftKings points, which was huge, and then I went Chris Carson. Um, normally, two running backs uh, going against each other is not great correlation, but in this case, I thought you know Carson and the Seahawks were going to smash early, and then McCaffrey was going to do his work in the passing game. So I wasn't afraid to roster both. I don't like people were against Chris Carson in this spot. I don't. I didn't see it. I mean. The Panthers have just been absolutely gashed all year. Like, literally just giving up chunks and chunks and chunks of yardage. And we saw it with Carson. They couldn't even bring him down. And, you know, Rashad Penny was going to be out. So I knew that CJ Proceis was not going to play a ton of snaps. I knew that was not going to be the case. So I was locked into Carson. I liked him better than Saquon Barkley. Um, I said as much on this podcast on Friday. I said as much in my 4 for 4 article. That obviously did not come to fruition. Um, but it didn't come, it didn't bite us either because they were only separated by a few DraftKings points and Barkley was actually more expensive. So he would have had, I would have had to rearrange my entire lineup, uh, if I was going to get him in there. At least I think that's the case. I'm not 100% sure on that. Don't fact check me. I think Barkley was like $200 more, though. Huh, at wide receiver, I went D-hop. DeAndre Hopkins. You know, when Fuller was in, I almost switched to Godwin. Wouldn't have really mattered. They ended up right around the same, the same price point. But I figured that, you know, Nuke would uh, have his intermediate routes opened up by Will Fuller, so I thought it might help him. I know he might not get as many targets, but figured there might be a bit more efficiency in those targets. They were really doubling him for the whole first half, but then the Texans kept going to Will Fuller, and you know the Titans realized that they just can't double Hopkins because Fuller and Stills are going to eat them alive, so then they came off that in the second half, it looked like, and that's when Hopkins really ate. I played Bobby Woods. Uh, A disappointment. Only five DraftKings points or so, uh, you know, after weeks and weeks of just smashing value, even without scoring touchdowns. So he didn't do too hot, but we survived that. Thanks to Chris Conley at 3,600. He had some touchdown luck for sure this week. He he didn't have a catch in the first half. And then he scores both the Jaguars' touchdowns coming down the stretch. That was a huge payoff. Uh, Tyler Higbee at tight end. Uh, he is just, I mean, anybody that didn't see this, he had the Monday night pricing neglect. And, you know, he was he's just been being fed the ball in this offense without Gerald Everett. And he's crushing it. You know, he's, he's the athletic tight end we saw at Western Kentucky. He's a hilltopper. Played a ton of him in college DFS. So, you know, I just thought that was a no-brainer. Uh, Boston Scott at 3K. So here's what happened. Boston Scott. Um, I had Patrick Laird in all week, but when Devonta, Parker, and Alan Hearns cleared concussion protocol, I thought that it might be a little thin because I didn't think he'd get as many looks in the passing game, which is where he's most valuable. Uh, Peterson was talking up how Boston Scott would be a huge part of their offense all week. I believed him. Um, and he was. He was in for a ton of snaps. Even if Miles Sanders was in, they were running him across the formation with jet sweep type stuff. They were splitting him out as uh, a slot receiver at, at some at some point. Um, so I thought Scott was for the for the fifteen hundred dollar savings, just a better play than Patrick Laird. I was fully expecting Patrick Laird to outscore Scott. You know, maybe like sixteen to twelve or something like that. Um, but the fact that you were getting $1,500 just made it, uh, the clincher for me. And then the only money I had left was $2,200. I I tried not to let defense dictate my lineup, which some weeks it happens. Um, so I had $2,200 left. That was the Arizona Cardinals. I figured, you know, the Browns, Bakers turnover prone, he's going across the country, We'll give it a shot because I loved the rest of my lineup. You know, I mean, they only ended up two xing with uh, five DK points, but it really didn't matter because <sighs> freaking clowns on the road, I'll tell you. Uh, it really didn't matter because the rest of the lineup was pretty smash. Uh, ended up winning almost eighty percent of my head-to-heads. Um, You know, double ups wasn't even a question Whether I was going to cash as of about 5.30 Just like, you know, clear sailing for the afternoon Um, GPPs had one decent team with uh, a Julio Jones and George Kittle pairing Uh, Did pretty well, but for the most part GPPs weren't great this week Uh, But overall, uh, a pretty profitable week nice to have that heading in to the final two weeks of the season. Okay, let's talk Monday night showdown. We have the Colts visiting the Saints. A few notes, a few strategy points for you to ponder. The first is going Michael Thomas and the captain over Drew Brees, right? So very rarely is Drew Brees going to outscore Michael Thomas, and they are nearly the same price on this slate. Um, And it's just a product of how DraftKings scoring works and the concentration of the Saints offense, right? So, I mean, Drew Brees goes for 303. That is 27 DraftKings points. Uh, And if Drew Brees goes for 303, you better believe Michael Thomas is probably going for about a buck 20 and one. And that right there, if he catches 10 passes, 10 for 120 and one is 31 DraftKings points. Um, So it's going to be hard for, like last week was an outlier. Drew Brees went for, you know, a million DraftKings points. Michael Thomas, didn't see much of it because Jared Cook caught two touchdowns and, you know, some other, <clears throat> I think maybe Traquan Smith caught a touchdown. That's not always going to happen. It's it's actually going to be, uh, the probability of that happening is very slim. So go Michael Thomas in your flex over Drew Brees. If you think Michael Thomas is, you know, going to have a poor performance and Drew Brees is still going to get there, which is also very, very slim chance, but it's, it's a line of construction that, you know, could win you a hundred thousand dollars if you're correct, right? If you think, you know, Drew Brees is going to go for 303 and Michael Thomas is going to have one of his six for 60 games. I don't see it. Um, But if that, if you think that's the case, by all means, you can put Drew Drew Brees in the flex or excuse me, in the captain, but I really think that you it would behoove you to to get Michael Thomas in your in the captain slot if you are, you know, telling yourself that it's a lineup in which the Saints passing game goes off. Uh, some other random flyers, um, you know, I think we can sprinkle in the Colts wide receivers uh, Zach Pascal and Marcus Johnson are obviously going to be an important part, especially if you think the Colts are going to be behind. Uh, I like Naheem Hines as well. I think this game script is going to call for a bit more Naheem Naheem Hines instead of Marlon Mack. As always, Taysom Hill is in play. They love getting him in at the goal line, um, doing some crazy stuff. I think if there's a lineup where you don't play Drew Brees, maybe get Taysom Hill in there hoping that there's some variance and he scores two goal line touchdowns or something of that nature. Uh, And then the last point from Monday Night Showdown would be playing both Jack Doyle and Jared Cook or Josh Hill. So obviously it looks like Jared Cook is going to go, but if he doesn't, um, Josh Hill would be a, a pretty popular play. But I think a lot of people will be hesitant to pull the trigger on two tight ends in their uh, showdown lineup, and may even key that as a rule if they're like if they're scripting lineups, you know, only one tight end. Uh, but I think getting Doyle and Cook in a lineup might be pretty unique, and the two of them are pretty much the second pass catcher on their teams. All right, guys. I hope you had a profitable week 15. I hope you. Crush the show, the showdown slate tonight. Good luck, and I will see you for the week 16 NFL DFS rundown on Thursday or Friday. Oh, oh, all I see is signs, all I see is dollar signs. Oh, 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 money on my mind, money, money on my mind. Throw it, throw it up, watch it follow from the sky.